Welcome back to the Brew Crew Scoop with Scoop and Kean. Uh, Brews just won the National League Central. Fuck yeah. How are we feeling? Feeling real good. Feeling real good. <laughs> it's a 2.30 beer you're drinking. Uh, yeah, Brewers uh, had a good week. They clinched the division. Feels like a long time ago now. Since the last time we recorded, they played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games and went four and three. Um, where were you for the clinch? I was at work, which was uh, quite exciting. It was fun <laughs> to watch. Couldn't hear anything, but it was on all the TVs. So I was able to watch. It was nice, though. I was able to watch the Brewers lose while simultaneously watching Seiya Suzuki send us to the postseason <laughs> as division winners. So that was nice. Um, I got to see the side-by-side, which is, I guess, better than nothing. I was at the game, and I bought a ticket by myself to sit behind the Brewers' dugout. Wanted to see the clinch. Got really pissed off when they were losing, like, 4-1. to one, Or 4-1. to Yeah, 4-1. to one, And I was just, like, getting salty. Saw the Cubs were up 6-0. And then I looked again. 6-2. Then 6-4. Then 6-5. And then, so after the eighth inning, I decided, all right, I'm going to go wait out behind my section so I can get a head start on my walk. And I was watching an MLB TV, and I saw, say, I missed the fly ball. And I just leaned over some random dude. I'm like, look. <laughs> and then I, we went back and stayed for us. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, running back the rest of the week. Sunday they lost six to one. That was a little bit of a shaky start from Peralta. Hoping to see him uh, stay hot headed into the playoffs, but not awful. But not his best work. Tuesday was the game we just talked about. They lost four to one, but they still clinched the NL Central thanks to uh, Saya. Uh, Wednesday three to two win. Brian Anderson played. That was uh, Brian crazy. Anderson carried us. To that yeah, WA. he played well that game, and we'll was so, so you'd, you'd have to imagine. DFA'd. So you'd have to imagine that he's probably on the playoff roster, right? <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, Andrew Chafin, he looked a little shaky, but he still has like I think I saw seven straight scoreless outings and like ten of his last eleven or something, which is crazy. I, that's just bad because then I'm afraid they're going to put him on the playoff. I still don't think they will, but mm. uh, Williams got the save. Thursday, another win, three to zero. Garrett Mitchell was back. First pitch he saw, hit for a double. Yeah, he looks pretty good at the plate. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, he Couple said he, he said himself, he's like, I'm not. There's no limitations. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna try and do things to keep myself healthy. He's like, right. it's full go out there. So I think playing loose like that after not playing for what five months, four months, yeah, pretty insane. So. He didn't tear the cover off the ball, but it was it was cool to see. I think he had two hits and then a couple of walks. So that was cool. That double was really nice. Um, and then Ethan Small got to save that night. That was just weird. He's we were just talking about Ethan Small, twenty eighteen. Couldn't remember yeah. him or twenty eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, no, it was nineteen. Nineteen, I think. Yeah, first round pick. Only the only first round picks besides uh, what was it when they had the fifth overall pick and yeah, pick that kid from Louisville, Corey yeah. Ray. Corey Ray. So Corey was, Ray. They just had an article. Did you see that? He works for the Brewers now. I think does, does he? he? That I that wasn't surprised. I think that I might have read that too. If he does, I can't remember. But he's like a um, hitting instructor, like at the Arizona Complex League. I think I saw. He said he essentially now, which is crazy to say this soon after his career, but he blames himself. He's like, I felt entitled almost to like being the dude. I'm like, dang, you're just you probably still could play, and you're now realizing know, this. Yeah. Like, why didn't you realize? I don't this? even think he's thirty. He's not even. He might be twenty eight. I mean, I think he was a fourth year. Senior 20, in twenty eighteen, like so he's probably like yeah, he's probably like late twenties. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was that was cool. Ethan Small. It's just weird because now he's a reliever only, and he just doesn't project as a reliever at all. But he's Brent Suter. 
Kind of, but his changeup actually is disgusting. But he can't. Apparently, his walk numbers in the minors are insane. I don't have him in front of me, but apparently, or like insanely bad is what I mean. But, I also saw that uh, after his save, he was like, "Oh, the last two times I've been up, I was sent down the next day." Yeah, and he's like, "It's it. nice to get a win up here." And then the next day, he was <laughs> sent down anyways. And I, I don't I think mean, he saw that one coming. He had no. I think he had to know that. I, I mean, no why bring that up? Be like the last two times I was, you know, sent down right yes. after the day after I was called up, and yeah. the outings didn't go too well. So it was he nice to, just, to yeah. pitch well he and then get that, sent down. He probably thought that. He was. I would. I, he would have to be feel really like ignorant to, know. to not know yeah. he's getting sent down. But yeah, then Friday, uh, another win in ten innings against the Cubs, three in a row. They, that was the Caleb Bosley win. The UW Fox River Club baseball alum yeah. slash UW Lacrosse alum slash Hortonville native slash just turned thirty yesterday, I believe. So twenty nine year old. That's really cool. Live my dream. It's always makes me uh, really sad. Maybe he wants to be on the podcast and let me play. But anyways, that was really cool to see. The whole town of Hortonville was there. I don't know. Maybe uh, he decides to retire now and become a Bushwookie. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. We'll see at the Rock, buddy. <laughs> that, that might that might be like another Nate Orff situation. That could yeah, be his only, his only game. He didn't look bad, though. He, I don't know. His, two and a third? I mean, he pitched well besides one mm-hmm. one mistake. No, he didn't look that bad. I don't know that I see him being a... A long-term big league. Pitched a hell of a lot better than Clayton Andrews. Holy shit. And Clayton Andrews gets time after time again. He gets another try, so. Yeah, he's bad. Um, Santana walk-off double. He made sure to touch the base before. Yeah, I know. I was like, I know. So I sprint to second base, and as soon as he touched it, he ran out to (laughs) right center field and tried not to get tackled. Yeah, that was was hilarious by him. Saturday, lost 10-6. They went down 6-0. Before we knew it, it was 6-6 again, and it was almost really funny. Uh, to eliminate the Cubs that way, but they ended up losing ten to six. But the Cubs were eliminated nonetheless. So, hey, the zoom ball kept us in that game. Shout out Eric Lauer. <laughs> I hate Eric Lauer. I don't hate Eric Lauer. That sounds bad. He had a good like a good year last year, and he, I don't. Know, I just have never had any faith in him. And I feel like whatever. We don't need to get into that. But I hope that he's not a Brewer next year. And I said last offseason I was hoping they would trade him, try to trade him high, which I don't even know what that would have meant. He probably was just better off to just keep him, hope he eats some innings. But yeah, wasn't sold on him. And then Sunday mm-hmm. close out the season with the win, the ninety second win of the season, four to zero. Hauser, Chafin, and Jansen Junk getting it done for the Jansen Junk hitting ninety six mm-hmm. in the ninth inning. Mm-hmm. Chafin with another good outing, quote unquote good. But That's yeah, good to the ERA. 92 and 70. It was like the tied for seventh most wins in franchise history, I think it was. So yeah. it's pretty cool. Garrett Mitchell, I noted, had the double, a couple of hits. Uh, and I got to say, going back to our, our weekly segment of uh, Josh Donaldson, he is cold. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I realized he's a little cold. He There was a huge chance in that, uh, I think it was the Caleb Bosley game or whatever, where he had two fastballs directly down the middle with the bases loaded and he could not he just fouled yeah. him on one he swung and missed that to end the inning and then the first fastball was right down the middle and he fouled it back i think his timing is just off which obviously if you're hot coming up you're going to get cold hopefully he can um yeah. heat it up again otherwise i'd rather have brian anderson he's a better defender let's go I back still, to that i still got donaldson down for a a, a timely postseason home run I mean, if I can get one home run out of him, whether it's in – as long as we win the wild card series and 
he gives me one big hit, I mean, it's all worth it in the mm-hmm. end at that point. I just want to get past the wild card round because we haven't won a series since 2018, which is quite depressing. Yeah. Should have won in 19. Shout out Trent Grisham. We're not here to talk about that. I'm just That was a year ago yesterday, if anybody's wondering. <laughs> or not a year ago, excuse me, four, four years, years ago, ago yesterday, which was quite depressing. <laughs> uh Donaldson, 169, 293, 90. His splits right now for a 680 OPS on the Brewers. He's still but, walking a bit. Yeah, but he nice. has 10 walks to 18 Ks, yeah. 11 RBIs, and three homers. So, could be worse. It's <laughs> never thought I'd say that Like if you told me five years ago. Like, oh, a guy's hitting 169. I'm like, oh, not bad. Like yeah. <laughs> That's so bad. That's just his Brewers tenure, too. That's not even... I was just saying, his overall, is his batting average is like 169. I know. Sure. It's like right there, 174 mm-hmm. or something. So that's kind but of funny. As long as we're on the Donaldson topic, <laughs> the freaking... Everyone freaked out because Rowdy made a stupid joke. Rowdy's like super like dry, not funny at all when he does interviews. And he made a joke like how Josh Donaldson's a dick. And everyone on Twitter was freaking out like Donaldson's a clubhouse problem. And then in the celebration after they clinched, you saw Josh Donaldson go up to Rowdy with two beers and pour it on him and say, my favorite teammate. So I'm glad to see that the, the boys rallied around that rather than letting that uh, make them crumble. But, uh, yeah, and then just to wrap up the week in Donaldson, Anderson, Saga, and everything, Tehran was DFA'd, and then Anderson was DFA'd after that game, and he was just released today. So That's too bad. Uh, to fact-check ourselves, Josh Johnson is batting 152 on the season. So his 169 yeah. Brewers average has been upping <laughs> his overall average since his Brewers tenure. He still, I, I still think he, it's like... 13 home runs and I'll look it up. It's like 13 home runs and like he's got 36 total hits. It's like every yeah. third hit is a home we run. We got to go into my frequently visited one of my top 4 frequently baseball visited pages. Reference. It's not only baseball reference, it's Josh Donaldson's baseball reference page. As <laughs> I say, he's probably got what? I'm going to guess 40 he's hits got 20, on the No, not even 25 really? hits, 13 home runs. He has more than half of his <laughs> hits are home runs. Hey, it's a 50-50 shot. If he gets a hit, he's going to hit a home run. That's wild. That is kind of funny. How many walks? He's got to have, what, almost as many walks as he does 22 hits total? walks. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. That's pretty weird. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, the last thing from that playoff celebration, Sal Freelich caught With the in views. 4K just vaping in the celebration. <laughs> I'm like, dude, he's, hold- he's literally celebrating behind all the cameras, holding it with his beer, which, like, Respect, you're sick, but it was funny to see that. Say, he's 23 years old. He's the same age as me and you. He's out here. He's probably, he went to Boston College, probably vaped his ass off. Hockey player. Probably Zins, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He looks like a citrus guy. <laughs> I mean, I just, me and him are born in the same year, which I is quite baffling that I can Oh, see. my emergency terrible news. What happened? Holy fuck. Brandon Woodruff out for the wildcard series and possibly the playoffs with shoulder injury. That is holy fuck, madly depressing. Holy shit! I'm sent. I'm literally. Damn it! I'm texting my friends right now. He is up in the air for the remainder of the postseason, says Craig Council. I'd say he did not pitch well in his final start against the Marlins, and that kind of worried me, dude. That is absolutely. Awful news. God. It's always one of them. It's, always, it's literally always, it's always for one. once you think, all right, it's the three of them are healthy. Guy. And the one who's been, since he came back from injury, the best of the three, I think. That's so... That's a, well, at least for now, they say 
out for wild card series because because Craig Council did not seem to be very uh, confident when he was his availability his availability for the postseason is up in the air at this point. That doesn't scream like we'll see how it is after ten days or five days of rest. That's brutal, dude. Fuck. Why every fucking? There's always something. There's always fucking something. That's annoying. Anyways, well, Devin Williams didn't even punch any walls this time. I hope we're no still going to be down a pitcher. So, Wade Miley. The vibes of this podcast just went way down. That, that is very sad. Yeah, I have faith in Wade Miley, but I was really excited out of the fact that yeah. those three could just roll with all the off days too. And he, Brandon Woodruff is like, he's been good in big spots. Like he's one of the oh, guys like Freddie has never really like he made what maybe one start in 2021. Woodruff was there in 18, 19, Since and Woodruff 21. Became a starter. And 2020. Since Woodruff became a, like a full-time starter, which was like literally like the 2018 playoffs. They kind of use him in a hybrid role. But since he became a full-time starter in like 2019, he's been the most, I think, consistent and reliable of three. Burns has had the peaks and has been really he's good. But Woody's just really consistent. Yeah, that's a that's a huge hit. I really, I really hope that uh, – yeah, I guess that changed our roster. Yeah. I really hope that <laughs> – um, he is back. Fuck, that sucks. That really changed it. Dude, that changes everything because now, well, we'll get there. Anyways, we'll get to the Brewers playoff picture in a little bit, but very sad breaking news. That is f- just utterly an upsetting mm-hmm. thing to have had. had. Um, <sighs> at the game Tuesday, when the Brewers had their four minor league uh, players of the year, two co-players of the year, two co-pitchers of the year, Jackson Churio, Tyler Black, Robert Gasser, and Carlos Rodriguez. Um, Black ended the season in AAA with another player of the week. He hit 556 with a 1508 OPS, two doubles, two triples. Kind of, kind of cool. He was red hot. I don't, I don't think, I don't think he's in contention to make his debut in the postseason, but. Pretty cool. I think he'll be on the opening day roster. I think if you see some type of flash injury, let's say Josh Donaldson breaks his Maybe. face because he gets his ass beat in the in the streets <laughs> or something. I'm not saying it would be me, but let's say it happened. I mean, he might. I, I mean, contention or Christian Yelich, you know, breaks his kneecap or some random like one mm-hmm. of those, any of those guys. All right, don't even say that. Robert take, Gasser. Take a lap. I mean, who's to say Gasser? They're not. They won't. I don't think he throws hard enough. They I mean, won't. He would also the Brewers get would never do that. They and I'm yeah, going to tell you right. why when we get to the roster breakdown too. Because I don't know. I'm just like kind of in awe right now. I was in the middle of a text to my dad. And I just gave up. I don't even want to ruin his day right now about the Brandon Woodruff news. I'm in a brain fog. Yeah, that really so, like that is like very. And that's we were gonna we're going. Well, you're going tomorrow, right? I'm going to every all game three wild card games. Say, if I didn't work, so I was really excited. I've never seen Woodruff pitch, pitch in person. Like I've seen oh, everybody else. That would have been, I've the, seen yeah, that would have been pitch. the game we're all going to. Well, it's going I was to be really Peralta. excited. I bet it'll be yeah. I bet it'll be Burns, Peralta, Miley, which is nothing to sneeze at. I'll I think Miley that. will throw but three and a third. It just sucks because we okay. Well, now we have to win. Also, I I just. Oh. I guess we'll get to it. Yeah, we will get to it. We have to get win game one, though, because... They're throwing a guy with an 8 ERA. I was looking at some Arizona Diamondback fans uh, on their Twitter posts that they looked mm-hmm. at or when they announced it yesterday, and they were like, well, whenever he pitches well, we don't score runs for him. And then when he pitches like crap, we just get blown out. We could probably say the same thing about I was going to say, that's what I... And he's <laughs> pitching tomorrow, so like, let's hope that... It's on each end. Maybe we score four runs in the first inning, and then Corbin goes, you know, five and a third scoreless, and then we can just use the 
Is Pagero off the IL, by the way? No. Because that would be the sixth no, inning guy, because now Abner would take seven, and then Piamps, hopefully, if his arm isn't still rag, he would be the eighth. Pagero's not off the IL, but I think he, they said a couple weeks ago when they put him he on, would he'll be, be ready for the playoffs. They yeah. probably only didn't activate him because we already clinched. So I... So you think that's a corresponding... There's going to be a I move tomorrow? I don't know how the IL even works for... The playoffs? I'm pretty sure you just have to... I'm pretty sure everyone now is just activated, yeah. and you just... Well, maybe not, because it's 60-day. I don't know. But either way, we're not going to really run into that problem besides Pagero. So I say, that's why I was like, well... Well, and Woody, mm-hmm. do you put him on? No. I think you just not take him this, off. No, no, no. You can redo the roster in between each round. Yeah. So, so he's just not... He's there not. is no aisle then, unless it's the 60. Well, I'm The saying, 60 means that you're not even on the taxi squad then, I would assume. Right. You're not on the 40, man. Yeah. So Which I think the taxi day, squad is the forty man. I, I think as long as you're ten day, like like they couldn't have put guys on the ten day two days ago and then reactivate them. As long as you're ten or fifteen days is up. But anyways, um, interesting. Well, looking at um, the well, let's let's just go around the league. Finish that around the league real quick. Uh, Josh Hader had some interesting comments. Oh, Where loved, do you stand on that? I saw. I loved were, it. For people who don't know, he they had a situation about a week ago when their magic number was like one, and it was like they would have had a million things go right to actually make the playoffs. And people know that Hader the last couple of years has been quite resistant to pitching. I kind of think it was people because didn't know until now. Like well, I we, guess. me and you, I guess know, I, well, like I a casual he, fan. I didn't know he. Was saying it. I just knew you didn't that, know he was. He was saying that when he was here. I just well, I guess I didn't know if the it Brewers was a used, thing or then like the Brewers used the fact that he didn't have enough saves. I think it was after the twenty arbitration. Yeah, against him. Well, so he said, "Well, I'm only going to pitch in the ninth. Then if you're going to use that against me," and the Brewers yeah. were like, "Well, f- we kind of fucked ourselves." That makes a lot. of and sense. And that's why he was the highest good for him our reliever ever but this year. He made comments saying like, "You want me to do everything." Um, you, you want me to? Well, the Bob Melvin like, interview too was late, I'm out. just as good. I mean, he was very, very upset after I think they were playing maybe the Marlins. I don't know who it was, but they ended up giving up the lead in the eighth inning before they could even get to Josh. And one of the reporters was like, "Well, why didn't you go to Josh?" And he was like, "We're just not in the situation to do that, and we haven't been all year." And then they kept prying, and you could tell Bob Melvin, who's Probably not had to deal with the egos of high-paid players being in Oakland for the last yeah. you know, eight, nine years. So seeing him frustrated like that, I really wanted him to be the Brewers manager if Craig were to leave. I know there was talks about yeah. it the last couple of years if Craig was going to stay or not because of his kids. And to see him be like that, it was very heartbreaking Yeah, Because <laughs> obviously if somebody's not going to pitch in the eighth inning, you can't just shove them in there. And mm-hmm. it, even if it is Josh Hader, who's not you know a hundred million dollar guy yet, but he is making probably thirteen million dollars yeah. right no, now on on sign. his second year of arbitration. He's, he's still got another year. Diaz got five one hundred two, I think it was. So he's gonna Hader's probably gonna get around that. But yeah, I I wasn't against uh, the whole. My phone's blowing up now. Everyone, Woodruff, are you fucking serious? <laughs> I'm like getting all kinds of texts. Um, but. Yeah, I mean he's making fourteen. I don't, I don't blame Hater for dollars. saying for saying what he said. That's because insane. one. Why do you really care? Because uh, 
you're going to be a free agent. You're not going to resign with the Padres. Two, he's kind of right. Like I thought it was a little snippy his comments where he said. For for the record, I not, didn't. I didn't lawyer, see the interview. I just saw the tweets. Ex- yeah, I don't think so. The, I don't know what he, every. I saw the fact that he was like, "What you want me to do everything?" But let I don't me know find the quote because the context or if he was saying it in a joking manner. No, I don't. He doesn't I don't seem think like the kind of guy that would. Come there wasn't out and say a video. That. There wasn't a video, but it didn't. I don't think it was a joke at all. It was. Man, this is well. Okay, Damn, so Josh, Josh Hader is from that Padres beat writer. I don't know how to say his last name. AJ Casavell. Josh Hader asked his thinking behind not making himself available for outs. It's a situation that we're at, was his quote. And then asked to clarify, he said, are we in the playoff race? And then the guy goes on to tweet, technically yes, but it would take a miracle. To which he said, quote, you guys want me to do everything. So in his defense, wow. they were about to be out a week ago. The, the you guys want me to do everything quote was a little, like, I feel yeah. unnecessary. But in his defense, the way they value saves and – the way that team was out. Like, why would you a week away from probably getting $100 million push your limit? This would be different. I agree. And I get Padres fans were mad because apparently this has been going on all year. But earlier in the year, it was strategic. It was like, okay, we need him for a postseason run. Now, if, if they were a game out of the playoffs and a week to go and he said that, you guys want me to do everything, I would be like, dude, go fuck yourself. That's stupid. But the fact that, like, he's literally about to get a giant payday and he's been knock on wood, injury for, I don't think he's been on the IL his entire like seven years in the league. I mean, he knows so how dominant. to manage himself. Seriously, I mean, so why fuck with it. Exactly. I would. I'm. I don't know. I'm on his side for that. But um, yeah, it, just interesting. But yeah, so going going into the rest of the round of league, I'll just hit everything real fast so we can uh, talk playoffs for a bit. But I saw today they report MLB attendance was over 70 million. It was up 9.6 percent, which is the biggest year to year jump in 30 years. Kind of cool. Pitch clock worked. Shout out to Daddy Rob Manfred. Pretty sure um, the Brewers' attendance was down. I I think it was like a tick, like one because it was two point five yeah. five one this year, and I think we eclipsed. I mean, I'm looking uh, up we, right now. I, I think we were like two. Last year ones. we yeah. were. Oh no, it was up. It was up a hundred thousand. Last year it was two point yeah. four. So um, two, 2021, I think, was two point six. Because that's always Mark Ananasio's goal at the beginning yeah. of the year is 2.6, and then, obviously, the 3 mil. Kapler and Showalter, both both fired. Gabe Kapler, I mean... I'm not surprised. They're kind of mediocre besides one like weird year. And Showalter out, that doesn't surprise so me. So much for my Showalter for Craig Council trade. <laughs> of Stearns? Out the window. Stearns, apparently... Apparently, Showalter was fired, but also Stearns had never met him or something yet. It was like, I just saw that yesterday somewhere, and it was like, seems kind of a faceless move. Anyways, I don't want to get into the Craig Council thing, but everyone's going to talk about Craig Council and the Mets, but I still stand by the fact that I'll be shocked if he manages an MLB team that's not the Brewers next year. I think he's not going to manage anywhere, but... I hope he comes back. Uh, yeah, as do I. Um, I'll put my money on it. <laughs> did we see the end of Lauer is a question I wrote to myself. Uh, I vote yes. What's your vote? No. If he can figure out his fastball and the, the, the way to get the the two-seam movement back onto it, that's where he was best against right-handed hitters. And now, mm-hmm. and he also used to throw it on the outer half of the plate. All of the first inning mm-hmm. bombs were on fastballs on the inner part of the plate to right-handed hitters. If he can figure out how to command his fucking fastball again, his yeah. off-speed stuff is dirty enough to where... I mean, at least he could be, you know, the Adrian Hauser of, you know, have, mm-hmm. going 11 and 10 with a 4 8 ERA as a five starter. 
Yeah. I don't think it's the end. I don't think you can write it off. I mean, he's got no, what, I, yeah. four and a half years of service time, and so I, I think he's still got an option left after maybe not after this year, but no, I think yeah, I think you got to go back into next year with him on the roster. I think you got to go unless he gets some raise or if he expects a raise, then just well non tender him and hope nobody else wants him. I think him typically the standard in ARB is you get. A little, even if you were the yeah, same you, or worse, you get a tiny bit you more. You get a little bit rate. You have which to. Which is weird, but yeah. Um, oh, one more thing about the Robert Gash and Carlos Rodriguez thing. I saw Baseball America did their first team minor league. Yeah, and they were team. both on there. They were two, was two one. of the five yeah. starting pitchers. Gasser was minors. one and Rodriguez was three, I saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to uh, toot the Diamondbacks horn too much, but that you see their pool celebration. After clinching, well, it's better than the Dodgers that's, doing that's it, like cool. they did in 2017 when yeah. they clinched the division, yeah. and the Diamondbacks were just as good and yeah. ended up getting the wild card that year. <laughs> and then the, they but, celebrated in the Diamondbacks pool, that's, which that's always a major flex of that pool. This cool little touch. I wish the Brewers would go down Bernie Slide. Yeah, like the uh, Astros and D-backs both clinched on the same night. <laughs> that <laughs> was that was weird. In the same stadium, that's um, like the Brewers clinching with a loss. Yeah, it's just weird. All right, so um, we've probably got like a half hour left, so we could probably start getting into the uh, little playoff talk here. So Brewers facing the Diamondbacks Tuesday, Wednesday, and possibly Thursday this week. Uh, All games at 6.08, I heard. Yeah, it's a Including Thursday's, the third. Thursday's probably going to change. Oh, it's if, like, yeah, there's if all other weird people scenarios. are out, yeah. But, hey, big for Milwaukee. Diamondbacks, yeah, huge. Diamondbacks went 84-78 and 78 on the year, ended the season on a four-game loser. Um, yeah, but they weren't trying the last two. so True. Uh, game one, Brandon Fott. That's how you pronounce it, Brandon Fott. Mm-hmm. Versus Corbin Burns. Uh, <clears throat> Fott had a 5-7-2 ERA in 19 games. 18 of those were starts. Um, he is not. He's a rookie. He's not faced Milwaukee ever, or this year, obviously. Um, he has been better of late, but his big issue is 22 home runs. So, Tendency to hit the home run ball or give up the home run ball. So too bad we don't hit. I was gonna say we have a tendency to not hit the home run ball. So <laughs> we'll see about that. But um, I mean, all things point Brewers on paper, but you know how that goes. Yeah. Um, game two, Gallon versus. Let me cross this off. Gallon versus Freddy per- Peralta. Peralta. Uh, it's not Woodruff anymore. Uh, Gallon had. Gallon was like the best pitcher in the National League for the first like three months, and then he cooled off a bit. Still was really good. Still probably a top, or for sure a top ten starter in baseball this year. But three four seven ERA in thirty four starts, made all of his starts, and that's like and one start. And I think he started the All Star game. It's crazy. Uh, two hundred ten innings pitched, two hundred twenty Ks, one twenty five ERA plus a three twenty seven FIP and a one twelve WHIP. So. Even though he cooled off a little bit, he was really good this year. And then game three, Kelly versus probably Miley now. Uh, three two nine ERA for Kelly in thirty starts, one hundred seventy seven and two thirds innings pitched, one hundred eighty seven Ks, one thirty two ERA plus, three eighty five FIP and a one nineteen WHIP. So both those guys are pretty pretty similar. Um, we're facing all righties, which is probably a good thing for us. Even though we started hitting lefties a tiny bit better, but. Uh, Gallon and Kelly were really good against the Brewers this year, and then I had noted, but 
Woodruff and Peralta didn't face them this year, and I think Burns had two starts, and one was like a like an eight inning shutout, and one was like a blow up. <laughs> so, but that's kind of just how Burns has been this year. Um, yeah, I I think that especially I was gonna say this already, but especially now going into this series, um, yeah, you got you got to win game one now. Yeah, but you have to win game one. Uh, so looking at the roster based on that three game set. Um, we're probably going to go, I think, I think that when we were in the NLDS last time, we went 11 pitchers. Um, so I'm going to guess that for any of the series, we're not going to go more than 11. Anyway, so I'm going to say my guess is 11 pitchers and, uh, 15 hitters. So my locks were Burns, Woodruff, Peralta, Miley, Hauser. I think that I was planning Miley and Hauser out of the pen and then, Williams, Milner, Uribe, McGill, Piamps, Wilson. Um, and then I was saying that if Pagero's back healthy, they might swap him out for Miley or Hauser, probably Hauser. Um, but now that's not the case anymore. So my guess would be Pagero takes Woodruff's spot, and then that's kind of a set thing. So four starters are Corbin, Freddie, Miley, and Hauser. And then the usual suspects in the bullpen, no, no Chafin. What do you have for pitchers? I had 12. I know they said that they weren't going to go the 13 that they could, so yeah. I just went straight up 12. Yeah. I can see them easily using 11, um, but I went 12. Um, I swapped out Brandon Woodruff for Hauser, mm-hmm. um, but I'm almost hesitant to do that as well because he threw 72 pitches yesterday. Yeah, but so but his bullpen day would be... His normal bullpen day would be Wednesday. I mean, I know everybody, you know, you ramp it up for the postseason, right. the adrenaline, and he wouldn't start, obviously. He would just no, be what now out I of the bullpen. What now I think will for sure, almost for sure happen, is I bet Miley starts game three and Hauser comes comes in in like the fifth on and that would be Thursday. What? That would be one day of short rest. It would be rest. one day short rest, but he's probably going three innings or two innings. Yeah, no, I yeah, I completely understand that. And then I had Williams, Piamps, Uribe, Milner. I had Trevor McGill. Yep. Me too. And then Wilson, Wilson, Chafin, and Pigaro. So you just have Chafin on top of what well, I Well, and the only reason I say that is because... Well, I mean, if we have a 12-man... You man, need two lefties, and well, that's if Wade I, Miley now has to start yeah. a game, you can't necessarily use him out of the pen. I don't think you would I, use him as a situational lefty even if he was on the team, but you need two lefties just in case, you know. Let's say game three, Miley goes two and a third... Hauser comes in, has to pitch, you know, three innings. Then Hobie Milner comes in, faces Corbin Carroll, and, you know, puts uh, whatever. They have a couple switch hitters as well, so you throw them back on the right side. Um, And then what? The same situation comes up in the eighth, and it's like, okay, so. I don't know. I just feel like. If you're trying to genuinely play matchups, which is what the Brewers do in the postseason, I feel like Chafin has to be. They do, but. I don't think that with the and they wouldn't with the have three batter minimum. I think that it, it would be a different story if they had a better. Like we trust Milner and face both, so yeah, we'll play matchup with Milner and try to get him in against like one or two lefties and just take our chances with him against righty. But I don't think that's the case with Chafin because Chafin's not even a matchup thing. It's not even like a he's got reverse splits. Yeah, and it's not even like a, oh he dominates lefties. 
but he sucks against right. It's a uh, this guy can just implode at any second. He can walk two people and give up a home run in twelve pitches. <laughs> like so, and he's had such bad command issues. I mean, I agree with you. I just think this is from the Brewers' standpoint. I guess I won't be surprised if they put another lefty on there just to be safe. I would but. say Lauer, if he hadn't absolutely exploded against the Cubs. Yeah. Yeah, I would have been fine with him out of the out of the. Pen, Ethan maybe. Small, maybe, but no. I mean, come on! It, I swear to God, if Clayton Andrews is on the playoff roster, no, I would boycott not. the team. Didn't they just DFA him? Didn't we just say they DFA him? Or no, did they, they just they, Tehran? Yeah, they optioned. They optioned. Well, Clayton him. Andrews will not be on the playoff roster. I promise you. No, they they put him on I the ACL Brewers. I promise you that they will not. I, I, it's gonna be. I'm telling you right now that I'm. You gotta have two left. I'm almost positive it's gonna be the 11 that we both agreed on, and then there may be a 12 spot that will be chafed. I'm pretty sure we're spot on. I don't think there's anyone else. Yeah. Really in contention, unless we're suddenly worried about depth and we like, like add Colin Ray or, or another starter. That's the only thing I could. Well, see. then let me let me see. If you had 11 and 15, mm-hmm. who was your extra hitter? All right, I'll give it to you. Here's my 12 locks for who's gonna who I think's gonna make it. Contreras and Caratini, and then infielders Adamas, Donaldson, Monasterio, Santana, Terang. Outfielders Canna, Freelich, Perkins, Taylor, Yelich. So that's 12. So then that means there's Mitchell. There's three of, and again, these are my Tellez. these are my predictions, not my choices, because I would have said Mitchell for sure. But then there's three of Miller, Telez, Toro, Mitchell, Weimer. I think Mitchell. Fucking Miller. I think Mitchell's a lock, and I think Telez is a lock. Yeah, me too. And then I think that you probably lean uh, infield defense. So probably probably Toro over Miller, I think, I would say, because he's a better defender. Or you just go with Owen Miller because he hit. Well, actually, Toro didn't even Toro's hit Toro's a he switch hitter as well. Yeah, that's true. So I my my guess would be that last spot comes down. Or maybe even, no, we don't even need Weimer because if Mitchell, we feel good about Mitchell in the outfield, we're good yeah. on defense. So my vote would say that that last spot now now that I'm saying Pagero's in, I'm going to say to go like you said, Chafin or Toro or Weimer, but my guess is Toro. That's a wild guess. I just think they would have brought him up to get some major league at-bats before you add him to your playoff roster. I think I think he's a defense, and it's only for these three games. Too. Yeah, I agree. So you I wouldn't be on the NLD roster. I mean, but yeah, you're right. I would, I would love to see... Abraham Toro, I, Owen Miller. I mean, he's just not he a just good doesn't. Defender. He's just yeah. I was gonna say he can play a lot of positions, but he's an average or worse defender in every single mm-hmm. position, and he's a terrible first baseman. Yeah, Abraham Toro can play all over the infield. Mm-hmm. I think Owen Miller. Does Abraham Toro play the outfield? Because I know uh, Owen Miller can play no. left. But so, I wouldn't feel we. I, I mean, we already have five. Outfielders. We we already Marcana, we already could have a infield. defensive closing be Perkins, uh, Freelick, and Mitchell, and yeah. we're good there. So, but to go back to your point about the matchups, I just pulled up the Diamondbacks roster. They're top. So Moreno, the catcher, uh, hits righty. Longoria hits righty. Marte is a switch hitter. Perdomo's a switch hitter. Yep, those are the two I was thinking. Christian Walker hits righty. Corbin Carroll hits lefty, but Guriel hits righty. Fam hits righty. So, Fam, Guriel, Walker, Moreno, Longoria are all righties, and then two switch hitters. You can't really play matchup anyway. So, I will be damned if Chafin sees innings in this series or in the playoffs at all. But as long as you do, you want to 
say what you think is different for the hitters, or are we pretty much on the same page? Yeah, that, no, I had so you just don't have the, the same Torah. guys. I just didn't have a twelfth okay. guy. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's you didn't, you didn't have a fifteenth. You had a fourth. Yeah, yeah. I just I feel like that's the perfect amount. Yep. But if they do add somebody else, I mean, it doesn't really matter. It's just kind of like depth yeah, at right. that point. You're not really making an impact. Um, as long as we're talking about the Diamondbacks, um, I was just looking at their their stats. Obviously, Corbin Carroll was insane. Uh, he had a 868 OPS this year, 25 home runs, 76 RBIs, and 54 stolen bases. That's pretty crazy. Um, he's obviously the guy that you circle there in that in that roster um, on offense. And then not far behind him are Ketel Marte and Christian Walker. And you could even argue that these two had about the same success at the plate. Corbin just stole 54 bases. But at the at the plate, Cattell's, after a slow start to the season two, got all the way up to 844 OPS, 25 homers, 82 RBIs. That's pretty good. Christian Walker can also be a problem. <laughs> um, 830 OPS, 33 homers, and 103 RBIs. And then Guriel, Moreno, um, Longoria, Fan Perdomo that I all mentioned, they were all somewhere between the 725, 775 OPS, um, which isn't, they're not the stars. But they, they have a deeper roster than I had thought in terms of just numbers. But um, Well, yeah. I mean, I'll say that they have a better offense than I feel like most people give them credit for. But their pitching is where they're... Lacking, you always so think about their pitching. You depth. always think about Gallon and Kelly, mm-hmm. but after that, it's you know they have an eighth inning guy and a ninth inning guy. I think it's Paul Seawald, and then Seawald's a closer right now, and he's been he's been decent. Yeah, he had a couple I think bad outings after he got traded, but he's been pretty good. I mean, at between the top two and then the back two, who, there is nothing who is in the, between. Is it Ryan Nelson? Is he their setup guy? Ryan Nelson started a game for them. They got Manaply. Oh wait, no, that was Kyle Nelson that started the game yesterday. I know Ryan. I was looking at the roster yesterday. Ryan Nelson is in their pen. I'm gonna look right now, but um, well, because Ryan Nelson was like a seventh inning guy for the good Astros teams, so yes. I, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm looking right now. But other than that, I mean, I'll touch on the best offenses. The Anthony Castrovince. I don't know how to say his name. He ranked. Um, the offenses and the pitching staffs, 1 through 12. And the Brewers obviously had the number one pitching, mm-hmm. um, but the Diamondbacks had the 12th ranked. So the Brewers were 1 out of 1, D-backs were 12 out of 12. <laughs> and his whole reasoning for each of those rankings was depth. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously our depth took a large hit today with the loss of yeah. Brandon Woodruff. But I, even then, I mean, if they lost one of Kelly or Gallen, you – you know, you can't really just plug, you know, Zach Davies in his eight ERA in there they and just, be completely okay with it. They just DFA'd him. Did they really? I think like last because he he started on the twenty uh, sixth and he's two and five with a seven yeah. ERA. Yeah. So I mean, but the Brewers have a Freddie Peralta that you can obviously just plug back in there. So I think mm-hmm. that's where that ranking really hits. And let's say Gallon struggles and he only goes two innings. I mean, you have a middle relief where. It's not shut down like an Elvis Peguero, like a Trevor McGill has mm-hmm. been, or any of those other guys. So 
Yeah, I still let's hope that that's kind of what <laughs> transpires, where we can really get to their bullpen, the middle of it, before right. Gallon goes seven innings, and then you can hand it off to eight, nine. Yeah, and they're shut down. So, game two is going to be. We got to win game one, and game two is obviously going to be really, really dependent on how far Gallon can go. I mean, he's through. He also threw the most innings he's ever thrown this year with two hundred and ten. Last year, he threw one hundred and eighty. I mean, and as you said, he was very dominant in the first half and into the second. But he's taken kind of a dive recently, and uh, for the Brewers' sake, we can hope that that continues, and then we get to feast on the the middle relief of the Diamondbacks. Yeah, I I. Uh... I still feel pretty confident even without Woodruff, but I felt extremely confident yeah. before. So, but um, you want to get into the picks? Yeah, let's get into it. So we can go ahead and start with the Brewer series as long as we. I have to amend my bracket a little bit now, uh, but we can talk. We can talk Brewers. Um, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say I th- my pick was Brewers in three. I'm gonna still say it's Brewers in three. Um, I guess maybe my my thinking now would be that I think we win game one, and then I would have said, okay, we might drop game two, win game three. But now that I think it's Peralta game two, I feel like it might be. If that makes sense. It might be in two because I don't know that I trust Miley-Hauser tandem in game three. But I'll just say Brewers in three because I don't know what their plan is. So I'll say Brewers in three. That's my pick. What's your pick? I'm, write, I'm writing all these down too. So. I was going to say I'm writing them down as well. Um, I got Brewers in two. I think Gallon and, and Kelly on short rest. I mean, you might not even see Kelly. Um, right. You or they use him in game two if it's close just because mm-hmm. you play to win today. You don't play to play tomorrow. And mm-hmm. I just I think that the way their pitching is set up was to get in and hope things go right where the Brewers are set up. I mean, they should win this series in two. It's set up for them to win it in two. You're not mm-hmm. really swapping anything out between Woodruff and Peralta besides experience maybe. Um, but in terms of the two, I mean, they're both great pitchers. You're not really losing anything by going to Freddie. Right. Um, I was going to say that. But I do think they pull it out. I think the fans behind them, being at home is huge also. Getting to sleep in your own bed the night before, waking up, going, I think that's an advantage. Yeah. And as well as just, I think the Brewers are a better baseball team. I think the Diamondbacks are a year ahead of where mm-hmm. the, they think they should be, um, which good for them. But I think the Brewers are just the better team, and I think they should win it in two. What, what I was going to say is now now that it's probably looking like a Merrill Kelly versus Wade Miley and Adrian Hauser in game three, I almost feel like in that scenario I would probably pick the Diamondbacks in three. So I guess it's Brewers in two would be my pick. But I'll stick with Brewers in three. We're, we're on the same page. I still think the Brewers won that series. All right, uh, we can go to the other 3-6 matchup. Twins have... <clears throat> announced they're starting Pablo Lopez and then Sonny Gray and then it'll probably be Joe Ryan and then the Blue Jays um, Twins won 87 games this year the Blue Jays won 89 games are going to Minnesota because of the division them winning the division they'll probably go Gosman, Bassett and Barrios I would think it seemed like they were set up on rest so um, we don't have to go super in depth about these other team picks but I, I'm going to go Blue Jays in two I think that I don't know. I just don't really have much faith in the Twins, to be honest. And Kevin Gosman's nasty. Um, I have Toronto in three. Um, I genuinely just believe Sonny Gray in game one gives it up. I don't think that – I mean, the last time he made a good start 
in the postseason was 2013. Um, I think, and his entire thing is that the lights are too bright for him when he was traded to New York. Mm-hmm. He's a good, he was good for the Reds, the A's, and now the Twins. And I think that he's, the lights get too bright for little Sonny Gray. So I think <laughs> that he crumbled. I literally have Sonny Gray crumbles. Um, and then Toronto um, wins game three as well. I think they bounce back and um, Pablo Lopez gets game two for the Twins. And then I think Toronto's offense just powers them through in game three. All right, and then the other AL series, the 99-win Rays host the 90-win Rangers. The Rangers fell out of looking like they could win the West to now going into Tampa for the three-game series. The Rays have announced it's Glass now and then Eflin, and then the Rangers will likely go up Montgomery and Evaldi. That's who's lined up. Um, I'm going to just say that I think I like the Rays in three at home. I think Glass now... Um, shoves in game one, and then I think probably Eovaldi beats Eflin in game two, and then I think the Rays take it home. Take uh, it at home in game three. Yeah, I got Tampa in three, and I literally I just have pitching depth. I mean, they are the Rays. I mean, you're always going to find guys that will have sub three ERAs out of the bullpen and throw 100 innings, and then you'll never hear from them again when they're mm-hmm. shipped off somewhere else. Um, and for Texas, I think that the injuries just mount. I mean, they lost to Ground and Scherzer, mm-hmm. and uh, I love what they're doing. I was a huge Rangers fan. I was hoping that they would go far, just because I like rooting for you know new teams that have been pretty shitty for the last five years. But I do think just Tampa's Tampa, and they're, they're yeah. Kevin Cash has been there, done that, and I think he gets out of the wild card. The round. Rangers, that's the thing. The Rangers are almost just happy to be there, and the Rangers dunking around their offense is. Is really good, really good. But I think that Glassnow can shut them down in a game. I think that I trust the Rays bullpen, and I think that Arozarena has probably a couple of big signature moments. He's a big, he likes the lights. Yeah, the lights are bright. <laughs> but uh, and then the last series is Phillies Marlins. Phillies going Wheeler and Nola. Um, Marlins going Lazardo Garrett, and everyone since the beginning of the year has just penciled it in. Phillies are gonna. Phillies are going to be back in the World Series next year, the whole year, and they've been good. Don't get me wrong. They just keep saying. But I feel like I pick I, – I don't think the Marlins are actually going to win the series, but I, I pick the Marlins in three because I feel like it's just been the narrative since last year that, oh, when the Phillies just sneak by into the playoffs um, this at the end of this year, they're just going to be back in the World Series. And I think that they almost might be overconfident. I don't think that Zach Will and Aaron Nola have struggled – a lot at times this year. So I think that they might just overlook the Marlins, and I think that the Marlins might just take one from them. So See, that's funny because I have Philly in two, and then the comment is Philly is just better. I mean, yeah, they are just you're a not better wrong. baseball team. You're not I mean, wrong. if Yuri Perez and Sandy Alcantara are starting these two games, I think it's a little different. Yeah. Um, but they're not. No, right. And Braxton Garrett is Braxton Garrett. You're, I, you're he's right. He's not there. Aaron Nola, and he's not Zach Wheeler. Granted, Aaron Nola has pitched like shit a lot this year. Um, the Brewers even lit him up when I was at one of the games. I mean, he's not been great, but I think when the lights turn bright, I think I mean, yeah. he'll have his stuff. And he still throws, you know, 95, so no. that always helps in the playoffs. That'll be 96, 97 with the adrenaline. I don't disagree with you at all that Philly's the better team. I just truly think that everyone has just immediately said – Phillies are lock to be back in the world. I think that they just might overlook interdivision rivals. I don't know. Just a feeling. But then um, 
real quick, we can just run through. We can just run through the bracket. We don't need to give explanations. That's fine. But um, <clears throat> all right. So then the next round, we both have Jays versus Astros. Who are you taking? Uh, Houston in five. All right. We can uh, we can do. I don't have games. We can do that next, like each round, if you yeah. want. So just, I mean, you can say the number you picked, anyways. But I didn't pick a number. But I agree. I have Astros. Uh, Rays O's. I got Baltimore in five. I got. Uh, I think I got the the Rays. Getting past those, I think the O's are uh, that similar. That was a tough one. Similar, they're young and they're happy to be there. And Baltimore's inexperience scares me. Yeah, it's the experience. I mean, I could see it going either way, but but I think Baltimore's um, offense is outpaced. Brewers, Dodgers, and this is my amendment. I had the Brewers beating the Dodgers. I thought that if we can get two starts out of Freddie, a start out of Burns, a start out of Woodruff, I thought, all right, we can take three of those four games. And now, with no Woodruff, I got to say, I don't think we beat the Dodgers. But we'll get more into that if the Brewers advance on our next podcast. But what do you think, Dodgers or Brewers? I got Dodgers in four. I think there's more firepower, no matter what. Even if Woodruff was there, I think they just dominate. Um, and then I have Miami Atlanta. You have Philly Atlanta. I'm gonna say right now I picked Atlanta because it's Miami. But I'm curious to hear what you say because a lot of people are taking Philly to upset the Braves for the second year in a row in the NLDS, which I don't think would happen. But continue. I think it's Atlanta in four. Okay. And it's my comment there is Atlanta just yep. exacts revenge yep. from last year. So that's pretty. I quick don't think and it easy. happens twice. Yeah, me either. Um, and then the LCS, I got Stroh's Rays. I'm going to go with the Rays. Um, really? Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's different. I just think that the Astros can't do it every year. But what do you – you got all the Strohs. What do you think? I, I got Houston in seven. Okay. And if it was if it was to be Houston, Tampa Bay, I would still take Houston. Strictly pitching. Yep. No, that's fair. I mean, you can't go wrong either way. And um, And then – Yeah, we'll move on. Uh, Dodgers, Braves for both of us. I'm taking the Braves – to go back, I just think they're just Braves in five. Yep, easy. I don't think that's. I think Atlanta just outclasses everybody in the National League. Like and it's not even really close. I got the uh, Braves winning it all again um, over the Rays. I think the Rays are just going to lose in the World Series again. <laughs> but that's my pick. Uh, how about you? I got Atlanta in six, and I, I, I know we said no comments, but I think it just they almost oh, feel like the 2018 Red Sox, where mm-hmm. everybody just knows they're He's the better team. I mean, I almost went for the sweep there, but I think Houston yep. and they're, they've been to the World Series oh, yeah. a ton. So I think it's a little more um, experienced than the, the Dodgers going to the World Series for the first time in you know a long time. So. I think the only team, like right now, looking at it, that I would pick over the Braves in a World Series of any of the other 11 teams is the Astros, just because... It was the same matchup two years ago. Yeah, and the Braves won. That's the only reason. Other than that, the Braves are just rolling. I, I just, I think they're just, they outclass everybody. They do everything well. I think their pitching scares me a little bit. Yeah. Um, but anything can happen if they can lock in, and then their offense scores, you know, six and a half runs a game throughout the postseason. I, they're going to be hard to beat. Yep. All right. Well, uh, that's pretty much all we got. I just want to throw a couple of things in there that I noted um, real fast. We don't need to talk about them, but. Um, Contreras ended the season on an 18-game hitting streak. Excited about that. Yelich, big shout-out on the bounce-back year. That was actually huge, even though it didn't feel like MVP Yelich. It certainly wasn't MVP Yelich, but his final slash line was 270, 
376, 447. Um, or sorry, 370 and 447 for 817 OPS. 34 doubles, 19 homers, 76 RBIs, 28 stolen bases, all out of the leadoff spot. That was huge. That was really huge. So, got to give him props because it was frustrating for a couple of years there. Yeah, no, I'm just happy we got that. And and he was the best defensive year he's had since the oh, yeah. school glove. Yeah. So, not even to mention the offensive, but to be an all-around yep. speed, offense, defense, best year of his career besides 18 and 19. Yeah. Um, yeah, I will. I'll definitely take that version of Yelich for the next five years. I would be gladly accept that. But 100. percent And then the last thing I just thought that I wanted to mention. I saw the fan graphs. They noted the the preseason, like what was the preseason postseason odds for this year? That makes sense. What they mm-hmm. predicted. Yeah, no. I and you. the 85 percent with an 85 percent chance to get in, Padres. 81 percent chance to get in, Yankees. 77, Mets. 67, Cardinals. All missed. Which kind of funny. Weren't the then, Orioles uh, yeah, like eleven percent there? Yeah, and then on the flip side of that, Baltimore ten, Arizona fifteen, Miami twenty four, and Texas thirty eight. They all made it, so that was kind of cool. I like seeing the different teams, and obviously we're a small market, but I like seeing other teams than just like. Don't get me wrong, I like I like the Padres. I think it's cool that the Mets are spending money. I think like even though the fuck the Cardinals, like I like Aaron Ottawa. Like so, it is cool to see those guys in, but I like seeing from year to year everyone's all different teams. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, for my last bit here, I know we Zero. talked about this before we went on, but uh, I was reading an article and it was like, who is the most um, essential piece to the postseason roster for each team? Um, and it was an MLB.com, so each um, beat writer for each team wrote their own. Um, Adam McKelvey listed William Contreras as his, which I think is 100% true. I think it could be him or Yelich. In my opinion, um, if Yelich can, you know, bat 300 with a 500 slugging percentage, I don't think there's going to be a team that can stop us. Um, mm, no. That would be amazing. Um, yeah. But to get back to really Pacheros, it seems that he is getting lost in the um, national scheme of things as there was a 50 best players in the playoffs put out by Will Leach of MLB.com. Um, the Brewers had three guys on it, 16, 22, and 37, Devin Williams, Corbin Burns, and Christian Yelich, respectfully. Um, and then honorable mention were Freddie Peralta and Brandon Woodruff. Um, the, Bra- or the Braves had the lead of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, plus a seventh honorable mention. The Dodgers had 1, 2, 3, 4, and then three honorable mentions. So that's seven total. And There's the one the person... Clicking. Yeah, it is I me. I realized. Fucking asshole. It was me. And I figured it out. A for long a second time ago. there, I thought it was me. Yeah. No pens next time. For yeah, you. for real. <laughs> I'll have to just like <laughs> use a pencil. But William Contreras left off of the fifty best players in the postseason by Will Leach. Um, fuck you, Will. Um, he'll show you. Yeah, that's yeah. He'll show you. And he was pissed. He tweeted. Um, somebody tweeted that they left him off, and he responded with just a laughing face on Twitter. So he's heard the noise um, and. So will everybody else within the next three days. I'm hoping for a brewer sweep. All right. Well, I uh, was a lot more chipper before we started recording, and I'm a little upset about the Woodruff news, but I'm hoping we can take care of business. And fingers crossed, maybe he's back for the next series. We'll see. But go Brewers. Thanks for listening. Brew Crew Scoop. Go Brewers.